Hi guys and welcome to the Walking With Anxiety podcast. My name is Stephen Dawes, thank you for joining me as always. Now today, I am sitting here, which is one of the reasons why I'm doing this particular topic today. I'm sitting here with a nice cup of tea and uh, it's come in a very nice TARDIS-shaped mug. And uh, so it's square and it's, it's basically a TARDIS mug, so it's got a handle on it and it's, uh, it's really nice. I've got, I've got it for an early Father's Day present from my wife and my daughter. And it's really fantastic and it has a particular feature which I wanted to talk about today because it's a particular feature which I have a bit of an issue with and uh, my wife obviously knows that and so she's bought me this because it contains a feature that is going to help me and that is it has a lid, this cup has a lid on it so that uh, it's basically the top of the TARDIS roof and the roof comes off and you put your tea in and and then you can put the roof back on again. The reason why this is uh, important for me is because if I go out into the garden and sit out there, especially if if the weather's nice, then it can be a bit of an issue for me, especially if I have to leave the table and go inside or anything like that. I always worry that something's fallen in my tea. Now bearing in mind that um, where we have our chairs and our tables has got a covered area, so nothing can really fall into the tea. But I have on occasion found the odd fly or the odd little piece of feather from somewhere or, or a little bit of a leaf or something like that and then of course I have to throw the whole cup away I can't then drink it or just pick out that little piece I have to throw the whole cup away and make a new cup that's just kind of how how I am with my anxiety and so I've taken to try and covering my tea up with things like cloths or perhaps a lid of something else to put on top of it to try and stop things from getting inside and, um, and so my wife decided to get me this lovely TARDIS mug which is uh, got a lid on it so now I don't have to worry anymore I can make a cup of tea put the lid on go outside absolutely fine no problem whatsoever and it got me to thinking about some of the other strange things that I will sometimes think or do because of my anxiety and I tried to look at um, some other examples that I've um, of other people who have done things like this or have similar issues to this and I couldn't really find any on the internet when I did a search there's a few things of what people think or what people might say or think that other people are saying or, th- or what people might do when they have anxiety but um, nothing quite as um, quite similar to what I do which kind of worries me in a way that the whole of the internet I couldn't find anything similar but you know we're all different and I guess it's just my own particular little quirky behavior because of my anxiety so I thought that I would have a look through and I couldn't find anything specific but I've gone through I found a few things which I think can sometimes typify people with anxiety and what they do. Um, To mention one other thing that I sometimes find, um, and I know that some people, a lot of people actually find this a bit of an issue. The other day we went to the, went to London and we decided to drive there and on the way we stopped off at some services at the service station because we just wanted to get a drink and use the the, uh, facilities. And when I got in there, I found that um, in the men's toilets there was no urinals. Or urinals, if you're um, in America, I think you could pronounce it urinals, don't you? There was none in there. All there was was cubicles with toilets, which I thought, well, that's fair enough. I don't mind doing that. But then when I went in there, I found that they had um, a new design of toilet. And I've seen these in other places before. And what it is, is that to try and save water, you place the, you put the lid down after you used it. And then you flush it and it creates a vacuum, which makes the, the toilet use less water when it's um, cleaning itself. And this is a great idea. I mean, it saves water. It's a fantastic idea. But the problem is, I don't like touching toilet lids. I really don't. I have a real problem with it. I don't even like touching any of the surfaces 
in a toilet. You know, I really like these toilets that have the infrared uh, sensors on the taps and on the toilets and things like this because I just I don't have to touch anything. Then it's really better for me personally because I don't have to get anywhere near it. But this particular toilet, I couldn't do that because it had this lid that you had to close before you could flush it. So I was standing there in a little, little bit of a dilemma because what do I do? I can't normally, and sometimes if I had to touch the toilet seat, I will use a bit of tissue paper, then I'll flush the toilet, throw the paper down the toilet as it's as it's flushing to get rid of it that way. But of course I couldn't do this because then if I tried to use a bit of toilet paper to close the lid, I then couldn't then put it in the toilet as it's flushing because the lid's shut. So this was a bit of a dilemma for me, and um, it took me a little while to think about it, and eventually I just had to touch the toilet and just had to close it with my hands, which of course is one of the big no-nos for me. And it was a little bit of a, an anxious moment, I should say. So I thought, well, okay, I can do this. So I did, I closed the lid and I flushed it. And it wasn't a very nice experience for me personally. I did feel very anxious afterwards. And even though I later on read on a little poster by the sinks that the handle or the front of the toilet seat does have like an antibacterial coating on it so that there's no germs on there, even though I read that, it didn't really make any difference. It didn't really help me because I was just in a bit of a quandary as to how can I flush this toilet without actually touching it. And I think a lot of my um, the quirks that I have are, are surrounded by the fact that I have health anxiety. So, for example, I won't go to certain places to eat, especially if they uh, if they if the burger vans things like this. Very often, I will avoid burger vans. I did have a burger from a burger kind of van, kind of outside a unit thingy that um, at a local air show. But usually, as a general rule, I won't, unless I go there and I can see that it's really clean and that they're really paying close attention to hygiene, things like this, which I know, I guess, most people would anyway. But there are some people who would eat outside of any kind of um, burger van if they had the opportunity. But I, um, I I don't tend to eat outside burger vans, even if they are really clean. But so that's, But then a lot of the things that I do are surrounded by my health anxiety and what I think um, helps me and makes me feel better. But I know that there are other people that have different issues regarding their anxiety that make them do different things. And some of the things that I've read about, for example, is when you are, like if you've, if you've done a task, if you've sent an email, or if you've done some work that you've then emailed to somebody, there are people who will get very um, unsure about whether the email has been sent and they will have to double check it over and over and over again to make sure it's been sent. Or they will only use a particular type of email client, such as Gmail, because they know that that's reliable and, and they feel safe with that one. They won't use any other type of email client. So again, that's again that relates to their particular type of anxiety and what makes them anxious. So it's a very similar situation to me in terms of what makes you feel better. And a lot of the things that people do is to make them feel less anxious and to try and stop these anxious feelings from rising. So if you can do these things, then it can help you not feel so anxious in the first place. There are other people, for example, who worry about their looks and will often do a lot of things about how they feel in their physical appearance and so they'll wear makeup or they'll do things to their hair or they'll try and change their faces in some ways because they can then it then stops them from worrying about how they look and things like this. There are other people who worry quite a lot about what other people think of them and so for example, I know there are a lot of people who worry about when they're texting someone or when someone texts them, they then worry that they haven't replied fast enough and so they'll be constantly checking their phone for any emails or any messages to make sure that they reply within a certain time period. And for some people it can be they have to reply within a certain time period. So they'll be like they'll set themselves a challenge that they have to reply within five minutes or two minutes or something like this to try and 
stop them then feeling these negative thoughts because they'll think, oh no, I haven't replied for five minutes, they're going to think I'm a really bad friend, or they're going to think I don't care. For me, it's the opposite, unfortunately. And uh, for anybody out there who knows me, they'll probably understand this. When someone emails me or messages me, usually it's my brother, I very often don't reply straight away because mainly my memory is really bad for a start. And so someone, so if my brother messages me, for example, and I'm out somewhere and I'm doing something, I'll think to myself, okay, I will reply to him in a little bit. As soon as I'm free, I'll reply to him. But then I will even think, I'll even think that I have replied to him. And so, yeah, I'll reply to that. I remember doing that. Yeah, I definitely reply to that. Or I'll just forget that he emailed me or that he messaged me. And then about two or three days later, or sometimes even longer than that in the past, I've checked my messages and I thought, oh, I've got a message from my brother. And uh, and then I'll just th realise that I haven't replied back to him. So I'm really the exact opposite of that. But there are many people out there who get very, very upset if they don't reply to things straight away. And it can be very difficult to then get their head around the fact that they haven't done that as quick as they would do and they can start this anxious cycle in their mind. For some people it can be sound. So if you have a particular anxiety and you're worried about what people are hearing you doing that can make you very anxious so for example if you have a squeaky floorboard in your house and you can be worrying about that about people hearing that there are some people who worry about whether other people can hear what they're listening to on the radio or on the television or you know oh my goodness is someone listening to the fact that i listen to a lot of um, horror movies or i listen to a lot of sci-fi movies or things like this or i binge watch game of thrones you know, there are people who, who will genuinely worry about these things and worry about what other people think about them. And that can be that can be very difficult because obviously you don't know what these other people are thinking about. They probably don't even notice what you're doing. And this is very often the case that people very often think that other people are noticing what they're doing or they're watching what they're doing or they've heard what they've been, been doing. Actually, most of the time they don't. Most of the time they're getting along with their own lives. They're doing their own things. And if they really did, if they really were bothered by it, they would tell you. And the fact that they usually don't means that either they don't care or that they don't hear anything or they don't see anything. So, but there is always that fear for people who are very anxious that they are going to be called out and that someone will stop them and say, excuse me, I just wanted to say you're watching far too much Game of Thrones or um, excuse me, but you're, you're, you know, your floorboard is really annoying. It's really squeaky. Can you, can you fix it? And this is what they're worried about. They're worried about someone coming along and saying this is what's now happening can you stop it that's that's the the root of the anxiety for for people who worry about things like this social anxiety has become a, a big problem in terms of social media now and a lot of people will um delete their social media accounts because of the fact of how they feel about other people interpreting what they're tweeting or what they're posting on facebook or if people don't respond or don't like or don't share what they're putting on there. And this can be a very big problem and it's certainly something that's growing now with the boom in social media. It makes, unfortunately, what you say are seen by a lot more people. So in the past, you might have just worried about what your friends think about you and maybe what um, close friends think about you or people you work with think about you. But now with social media, there's a whole lot of other people out there who, for you to worry about. And that can make things very, very difficult if you're the type of person that worries about what you're putting on social media and about, you know, there are people who worry and are constantly checking their social media because they worry about what they're posting on there. Even though they know they haven't posted anything particularly bad, they will keep checking it just in case there's a possibility that someone has or they have posted something bad or that someone has 
dislike something that they put on there. So that can be a really big issue as well. And certainly social media has become a huge problem now in terms of mental health and the not just in terms of bullying, but also in terms of how people perceive themselves on social media and how they conduct themselves because even if you are a model citizen on social media you don't post anything controversial you don't say anything bad there are people out there who will always worry about it and there are also people out there regardless of what you're posting will, will troll you and will say negative things about you regardless of whether you're posting something nice or not so you know it's just the problem that this social media issue has caused among a lot of people now and it will cause a lot of people to delete their accounts it's also caused a lot of people to get really serious mental problems because of things that have been said to them or things that they've been sent on social media so it is a big problem now i know these issues i've been talking about don't necessarily relate to what i have or what i've been talking about earlier but i just wanted to give you some idea of some of the things that people worry about when they have anxiety what i would say is that there are many things you can try to do to try and stop these thoughts from occurring for example it's um, trying to think about things in a in a mindfulness way so try and staying in the here and now and try which can try to stop you to worry about things going on in the future and that's obviously not a very easy thing to do but mindfulness techniques can help with that which have been proven in, in many studies to have a beneficial effect on people who have this type of anxiety that they worry about things that's going to happen in the future it's also a good idea to try and uh, get some support either from your doctor or from your therapist and sometimes they can talk you through these things to try and break some of these bad habits or some of these anxiety habits that you have that can make your life very difficult and can make your life very stressful and very unhappy sometimes if you're going through things if you have a particular compulsion for example that makes things very difficult for you and can make things very stressful for you to a point where you get very upset and perhaps become an agoraphobic and, and don't go outside of the house. So it's very um, difficult to to fix these things and to focus on the, um, the good things that are going on and always focus on the negative things. But with help and with things like mindfulness techniques, it can be done. And I am certainly trying myself to try and do this. It isn't easy. And I know I do have bad days and good days like everybody else does. But hopefully we can uh, we can think of things that can try and get this get us through it and i'm going to be doing more podcasts in the future about how you can try and use techniques to try and break these uh, cycles that you can get yourself worked up into thank you for joining me today i really hope that you've enjoyed the uh, the podcast today if you if you have anything that you do in particular like the things i mentioned at the beginning of the episode please let me know you can contact me on twitter at walking with anxi a-n-x-i at the end or you can email the show Stephen Dawes at walkingwithanxiety.co.uk or you can leave a voice message on Anchor app, on the Anchor app if you're on there. There's many ways to get in touch with me and I hope that uh, you will do. I really value all your comments. Thank you for listening to me again today and uh, until next time, I hope you're having a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>